0: With me, come on and talk to me. I really wanna know what you mean. I wanna hear you truth, I wanna see what you see. Come on and talk to me, put a lovely tea in this green of I wanna hear you
1: truth,
0: I wanna see what you see. Come on and talk to me, put
2: a lovely tea in this green
3: room trees. All right, you guys, welcome to another episode. The Green Tea Room, brought to you by Tea Time Unfiltered. We have to take a small break. Uh, Spotify was having some issues with their platform. They're still working out a bunch of the bugs. The episode that we did about a week and a half ago, um, where we talked about the baby and a whole bunch of other stuff, that episode has been lost. (laughs) I've had so many people at Spotify trying to find it. And right now they cannot find the episode. So I was like, okay, whatever. So we're just going to move on. Hopefully we'll be able to get tonight's episode, but um, it's a lot going on in this world when I tell y'all I'm really happy to see you guys. My life has been very chaotic as of late with the move and getting unpacked and getting things installed in the house, and it's been a lot. I was really sick yesterday, but I feel better today, so I was like, I have to do something. I want to either get on the green room, do a Zoom meeting, go live, do something, But uh, we hadn't done a green room meeting in a while, and I wanted to hear from, you know, people about a lot of the stuff that's going on here. So I hope you guys are doing good this evening. I appreciate y'all for coming through. Thank you so much. And so I have my co-host here with me, Rejoice. So Rejoice is on the line. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I want to kind of mix up the topic, everything from, you know, Phelan coming out this evening and announcing that she's pregnant. Um, If you guys don't know who Phelan is, she's the one that supposedly Portia, she was married to Simon Gabbada, however you say his name, and then Portia stole her husband. But then he was saying months ago that she was knocked up. Now she's confirming it. So it's a whole bunch of mess with that. Then we have everything that's going on with the Taliban basically taking over Afghanistan. Um, All that drama and how I feel like this is going to have an impact globally, not just what's going on in Afghanistan it's going to trickle to the U.S. as well because guess who's rolling out the red carpet to the Taliban? China and Russia. Hmm. How convenient. So I want to hear about that. And then it was announced today that uh, Facebook and Instagram are removing racist and fat phobic comments directed at Lizzo on their platforms. So Lizzo and Cardi B dropped a song, um, I believe last week, called Rumors. Um, You know, some people really love it. Some people don't but a lot of folks really went in on Lizzo, talked about her looks, her body. It got to the point where she broke down crying online. So now these social media platforms are trying to basically censor, because that's what it is, they're censoring and removing uh, racist and fat phobic comments. Now, I'm not knocking them for removing that. My issue is, why does it take for Lizzo to break down crying? How many times have I been called racist names and all types of niggers and, you know, just the most worst things. But because I'm a regular smuggler person, it's like, oh, just tough it up. You're a strong black woman. But then it seems like whenever a celebrity complaining or they go through something. Now we have to implement change. All of this should have been done for regular people. Regular people are fat shamed all the time. You know, what I'm saying regular folks are called ugly and, you know, all types of just belittling things on social media. So, why does it take for Lizzo to break down crying for these platforms to want to change their ways? I mean, y'all have seen me battling with trolls over the years. So, I'm not lying, you know. So, I just, I find, I, I don't know. I just find it kind of insulting that it took for a celebrity to break down crying for them to want to change things that happen on their platforms. So, we're going to go ahead and talk about it, honey. So, rejoice, go ahead and unmute your microphone. Hey, everyone. <laughs> How you doing this evening? I'm doing
0: good. So what what is the first topic we're gonna to be touching on?
3: Chad, let's go ahead and talk about this whole failing situation. You know, me- remember when I did that live stream when she interviewed with that white man? I keep forgetting the name of his platform, honey. And I was saying all of this shit just seems contrived. Even the person that she chose to interview with, you chose I had to interview all the with people, a, right? Instead of going we don't to even like know Wendy him. Williams, this random dude, and I kept saying. The interview felt fake. It felt forced. And the fact that she was trying her hardest not to really say anything bad about Portia or throw her under the bus. Now they're coming out with this whole pregnancy thing to me makes me feel like all of this was all part of a storyline. Her and Simon were both fucking around on each other, honey. <laughs> Let's keep yeah, that away. i
0: So I feel like she went to that guy's um what platform, whatever it was on, but she went there because she knew if she went to Wendy Williams, Wendy Williams will be on her ass. OK. Wendy Williams will be, I heard the toughest questions, and we would have seen um, Phelan stumbling around trying to figure out how to cover up some stuff.
3: Yeah, and no, I definitely agree. So I want to go ahead and play you guys uh, the interview that she did today where she's talking about this situation. So I hope you guys can hear. Let me go ahead and play for you guys right now. This is where she's announcing that she's knocked up.
4: So Jalen and I will actually be having a baby.
3: Hey,
5: y'all. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know this. It's like y'all, yeah. it's like y'all, yeah. it's like y'all. Yeah.
4: <laughs> you know Without what, I Ain't didn't say no you not helping, y'all just like. Jalen and I are expecting. And um, <laughs> we're expecting,
1: yay.
4: We're adding another little one to the crazy bunch. Yay. My first. It is Jalen's first baby, so. Welcome aboard. We are so happy to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I did not realize this is gonna be this nerve-wracking to say like out loud. You were up there and we got something happened. <laughs> something happened. <laughs> like, oh, my god. oh my god. Two minutes. Two minute video. Moving right along, um, I do I do realize that. You know, a lot of you and a lot of the blogs have somewhat caught wind of our little news. Um, we just wanted to make sure that we made it past the two-month mark. You know, you're not really supposed to, or they say, you're not really supposed to mention a pregnancy before that point. Um Due to, well, for me, it's like bad luck. I'm very superstitious like that. I just didn't want to risk anything. Um, But now that we are past that point, we are expecting. All right, y'all.
3: I hope y'all were able to hear that. Basically, she's saying that her and Jalen are having a baby. It's his first child, so he don't have no other kids. She has about four children. So I believe this is her fifth child that she's having, I think she has, like, three different baby daddies. But I just find the whole situation just super messy. And her and Jalen look like siblings. (laughs) I don't know if it's just me, but they look like brother and sister. But I just find it very funny that now she's coming out with this when Simon said months ago that she was pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And I did think that Simon was over-exaggerating or lying, you know, to try and excuse his behavior with Portia. But obviously, Simon was not lying. He was telling the truth because now she's coming out with everything. I just, you know, it doesn't, and I see people saying that, well, that absolved Portia, what she did, being that she's pregnant by Jalen, so that means that she had to been cheating too. To me, it doesn't absolve Portia. I feel like all of these people have a few loose, in my personal opinion. I think they're all crazy. I think they all need to just leave each other alone, because clearly,
0: they try to use each other to get some fame, but it's not looking good on either
3: side. No, it's not. I think right now they're all uh, struggling. Um, if people, if you can't hear, you'll need to come out of the app and go back in because it seems like everybody else can hear. Can you hear me just fine, Rejoice?
0: Yeah, I can hear you just fine.
3: Yeah, it's only one person who just, keeps saying they can't hear. Yeah,
0: they just probably need to come out and then come back in. Yeah. can't help the one person.
3: All right, so let me go ahead and take some calls here. We got a few people calling in.
2: Um, let me go ahead and bring on Maria now. I removed the speaker. Can you hear me better now? Okay, that's yeah, yeah, that's a lot yeah. better. That's better. Okay, sure. Um, I just wanted to say, I don't know, I just feel like nobody is looking at two things in this whole Porsche assignment and failing situation. Is that both of them I feel like they came to the show looking for some fame. And now that this entire thing didn't work out, have you seen how quick Simon took over this entire Porsche show because, in case you guys are not aware, some pictures came out today of the Porsche spin-off, and in all of them, like in, at, at this point, a hundred percent of them is Simon and Porsche. Simon and the kids. Simon and um touring a party. Simon giving a gift. Simon's with PJ sitting on his lap. I don't know. If that's his kid or not, I don't know if you guys know is Simon and his step kid in Porsche's house doing a tour or whatever it is, and it's just like it is just so I don't know you guys go check the pictures on Bravo or go check the Bravo chat room. that's where you guys are gonna see all the pictures and I don't know if Porsche is smart or if she's that dumb because you Porsche used to be dumb back in the days, but clearly Simon is using her for something, and it is Bye. just. It's kind of both. (laughs) It's it's kind of sad that as a grown ass woman who's forty years old, Portia cannot see that she's being used for fame. Because when I told you guys, Simon has taken over. Simon has taken over. At this point, is the Simon show not even the Portia and Simon show? And it's Mm. just so sad. Another thing that I want to throw out there, just because I was watching, I think we talk about it. See all the videos that I watch and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys first saw the tattoo that Portia revealed when she revealed that she had Simon's name tattooed on her neck. Mm -hmm. And in that picture, she had her short hair, right? When Mm -hmm. did Portia do that short hair? She did it for the reunion. When did the reunion air? The reunion air in December. But they only separated in in January, February, so I don't know if you guys pay attention to that or if I'm the only one who's a fan of Free Housewife and some other fans who pay attention to that tattoo. Plus, she did a live back in December and she was talking to the people. Since she was driving, she turned her head. You know when you're driving and you have to look, there's a car coming before you change yeah. name. She turned her head and that live is still on her page right now if you guys go back all the way to December. And you mm-hmm. can see the tattoo right there back in December. So she's had that tattoo for a while then. She has that tattoo for a while. And it's so crazy, people point out the tattoo in the live and she still has not removed the live from her page. So Mm. I feel like both of them have been chipping for a very, very long time. When Fallon was at home in February um, for Valentine's Day that she claimed, and there was Simon was posting picture in Miami on its own. Porsche was posting picture in Miami on her own. But nobody ever put two and two together at this time to be like, "Oh, they're together," because they didn't make the announcement back then. <laughs> they make the announcement only in March. <laughs> but Fallon was at home crying. Well, I think she was maybe crying or screwing Jalen. I don't know. She was February fourteen. Screwing and make Simon it, was spending Valentine's Day with Portia.
3: You said what, my now?
2: It's crazy how Simon was spending Valentine's Day with Portia, but they only announced their engagement their engagement relationship in March. I don't know if I'm just a fan of Real Housewife, and that's why I saw all of this mess, but both of them are just two people looking for fame. The sneak peek that you saw, by the way, see, it's, it's from her own show, because in case you don't know, she has her own show on YouTube now. Who does? Who?
3: Portia? Fallon. Fallon. Oh, Wait, I didn't what? know
2: that. Yeah, she has Where her own show on this? YouTube now. I don't. you well, know when, know when thing
3: well, you know when TV don't work out, everybody runs to create a YouTube yeah, channel. You right, you right. <laughs> yeah,
2: so on I'm not surprised. and yeah, own TV show with Jalen and the kids and everything. Like that what Oh, what does just Jalen, because
3: he literally he looks very young. He looks like he's like her brother. what is he do for a living? He's obviously he- not a millionaire.
2: Not at all. And just to correct you quickly, Fallen has three boys by three baby daddies and not four. So this kid that she has right now is about to be her fourth one.
3: So this is her fourth baby daddy.
2: Her fourth kid, her fourth baby daddy, and her fourth boy as well.
3: Oh, Oh! wow.
2: Mmm. Wow.
3: Mmm. I guess, honey.
0: Hopping everywhere.
2: Yep. I mean, that she's not cute. complaining. Um, nobody's complaining about anything. We haven't heard about the baby daddy's complaining or nothing. So they probably it's
0: gonna be interesting type of deal, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got some type of deal where Phelan like, okay. Oh man, now came
2: with it with the Phelan tea. Okay, yeah, I'm a Real Housewives of fan, so I do watch the show and I do Look, know Jay, like a lot of Jay places. Bay
3: just made a perfect statement. Said that is what you call pretty privilege. It is yep. because if she if she was if she was a ratchet looking just you know just basic people are like uh-uh, she got four baby daddies she a hood but because she's pretty. Not everybody ignores the fact because you haven't even seen it really noted that she has four baby daddies. You just told me something I thought it was at least three, but it's four. Pretty yes. privilege strikes again. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you uh, can uh, uh. waste your time to go watch the show on YouTube. It's very boring. I only watch one episode because again, I'm a fan of Real Housewives and I tune out. It's just like very boring.
3: Yeah, I'm not watching. I'm not interested in yeah, her, I'm- Simon, Portia. I'm just not interested in none of these weirdo storylines at I'm all. Really not because they're not
0: they're not good storylines. Like it's not something you'd be like, okay, let me watch because this girl got some banging um storyline and I need to figure out what's gonna happen next. Like. They, all, all it's about is everybody cheating and lying about when they cheated
3: basically basically.
2: but it still sucks stock, um, that Phelan is not allowed to go back on Real Housewives so the only side that we will have basically is just Portia and Simon if she goes back on Real Housewives because she still refuses to sign the contract some people say it's out of fear because everybody's going to jump her from whatever is happening and she wants to protect her um relationship because it's so important to her, she says. So that's why she's mm-hmm. not sure she wants to come back on Real Housewife. But yet again she has a spin-off coming out. So
3: it's gonna be interesting. Well thank you so much for calling in Marionelle. I appreciate it. No
2: problem.
3: All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, we're gonna go ahead and bring up some more speakers. Marianel came through with the hot tea because I didn't know all of that stuff was going on with them.
0: That I wasn't was too funny. That.
3: Mm-mm. I was
0: not
4: expecting
3: that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let me go ahead and bring on Shirley Bossy Cat. You're coming to the stage. Good. Hey, T.
1: I didn't even expect to eat a picnic. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing great. I love your channel. Um hey to all the tea sippers or whatever, but she just dropped the tea. I wanted to make a quick um uh, comment about the whole situation. For me, I feel like, They are normalizing some really shady stuff that's Mm. already been going on in Atlanta, like the cheating, the swapping and stuff like that. But specifically because this has hit the blog so big, I feel like Portia is really going to have a platform to normalize the shenanigans. You know what I mean? In my opinion, she is trifling whether or not... um, Fallon was faithful. This is still a marriage. You get what I'm saying? And if they was doing something that wasn't really good, they could have divorced and then nobody would have had anything to say. Exactly. Considering the fact that Portia herself has been on this show openly crying, openly making herself a victim, openly saying things like, oh my gosh, da-da-da, being a victim. And then because she's pretty bringing up the pretty privilege, everybody excuses it. So now that she has a platform to make all her shenanigans look like it's legit, look like it's, what is that going to do to the, you know, excuse me for saying it, but the birds that don't have, you know, the common sense God gave a rat to break up everybody else's homes. Like they are really and, and I love Real Housewives, but they are mm-hmm. creeping down an avenue that I'm really not feeling. I'm not like, this is down in the dirty, dirty, dirty depths of, you know, stuff that happens in Atlanta. Today's sponsor comes from Gabby Insurance.
3: There are hundreds of companies out there claiming to compare auto and home insurance rates. But there's only one that actually does it. Get Better Insurance with Gabby. And I know it because I've done it. Gabby is the one true comparison platform with fast, verifiable quotes, not ballpark guesses. Use your current policy to find a better policy. Comparing your coverage with over 40 of the top insurance providers like Progressive, Nationwide, Travelers, and all of these will be found in one place. Gabby is not only fast and easy, but it also helped me find the right policy. I was able to log in my current insurance provider, and then it pulled up several quotes. And some of those quotes were actually cheaper than what I'm currently paying. Gabby helps to save customers $961 per year on average. They'll never sell your information, so no annoying spam calls or robocalls. Put your policy to the test like I did and get a better insurance with Gabby, It's totally free to check and there's no obligation. Go to Gabby.com slash tea time Once again, that's Gabby.com slash T-E-A-T-I-M-E to start saving on your insurance premiums. You know, and I'm glad you brought that up because we are getting to the point now, especially with this generation of girls that are coming up like, you know, late teens, early 20s. We are normalizing unhealthy relationships. Right. Like we're not yeah. even normalizing how to properly break up with somebody. When we were growing up. There were rules to this. That's mm-hmm. why I'm like, I see people trying to not excuse Portia because Phelan's coming out pregnant. Yeah, but no, like, that it, doesn't <laughs> excuse Portia's behavior. It it exactly. really still, it's
1: yes. trifling. It's, it's crazy. It is. And then let's not forget the fact there's children involved in this situation. How are you gonna co-parent when she got however many kids now? isn't one of those kids with she had a kid with simon too ain't it if i remember correctly yeah and so now like what kind of family is that gonna be like this looks crazy this is crazy this is not a situation that anybody would want for themselves so like just come up and stop making excuses for yourself just say we were messing around we got pregnant and call it a day but for fallon to even make it seem like oh this is some love story no you was playing the get-back game, and you got pregnant. Call a spade a spade.
3: Yeah. Of and they're saying in the chat...
1: And she wanted him.
3: Call a spade a they're, spade. They're, spade. Saying in the, they're saying in the chat that Simon and Phelan do not have a kid together. Oh, they so he's not okay. the, yeah, he's not the father. And then people are also oh. saying that these are degrading black love stereotypes. Yeah, they yeah. really they, are. They're
1: doing it on a huge platform. Like, this thing went viral. Like, white media was covering this. This mm-hmm. makes the everything look crazy. I mean, they were saying before that, you know, um, Real Housewives was a bad representation of black stuff and things like that. And I didn't really buy into it. But with this, and I want to see how they play. Because, mind you, uh, the executive producers are white. Most okay. of the people mm-hmm. in the productions yeah. are white. They don't care nothing about taking this salacious stuff and making money off of it. That makes us look crazy. Especially considering the fact that they are going to elevate her. And Because really, Portia, they're using her to be like the future of the franchise. Because the franchise has been struggling big time mm-hmm. in a while. But yep. for the last few they seasons, as y'all saw, she has been pushed to the forefront. Push to the forefront, like even when it was like not really much going on with her, like she was being repetitive and stuff like that, push to the forefront big time. And so you think they're going to let a little criticism like this get in the way of their new growth girl? They're trying to push her to be the next Nini, to be the next, even though as far as I'm concerned, the franchise It's probably on their last few seasons because they're not really doing casting like they're supposed to do. Production Mm -hmm. isn't really doing what they're—they're not bringing up anything new. So I just wanted to say that part, and I just wanted to say this right quick. Remember a few seasons ago, they were basically throwing Kenya in the mud because she was Mm -hmm. flirting Mm -hmm. with somebody else's husband. This woman is now in gage to somebody else's husband and we're going to make it seem like, oh, this is okay, okay. this is cool. Like,
3: this is some shady crap.
1: And that's what I said. uh, And that's what I said.
3: Yeah, that's what I've said. Like, once again, it plays into not having a girl code. Right. Women can't stick with each other and when it comes to a man, it's like we're always fighting over a guy. Right. And the thing is, there was
1: so much funniness and so much you know, genuine energy in the beginning seasons, like a, a, clips from the early seasons have been going viral since like right now the the clip of Nene running is now like going all mm-hmm. crazy on Twitter or whatever. Yeah. But it was just good fun. Now it's just right. dirty. It's not even enjoyable anymore. Yep, that's all, all the I cattiness. To say thank you for having me, y'all.
3: Definitely. And thank you for Conning. You made some really good points and they hooked you up with a lot of gems too.
4: Yeah. Thank yeah. You. <laughs>
3: All right, we'll talk to you later. You made some excellent points, you know, and it is true. Like, why can't we ever normalize healthy relationships on these shows? Because don't get it twisted on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, The Real Housewives of New York, even New Jersey, there are healthy marriages, fully functioning mm-hmm. marriages. Yeah, there's some people who've gotten divorced over the years or separated, but you can still find healthy marriages on those shows. But on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, it's like child. dysfunction, 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 unfortunately. All toxic. All toxic. Well, I, I hope Mike and Cynthia Bailey, I can say that I, I like them together. Um, yeah. But they're really, and then Todd and Candy, Todd and Candy. But even them and their relationship was such a struggle because of Mama Joyce and, you know, just all the stuff that she was always throwing. So they've, they've been able to work through that. But a lot of it has just been very dysfunctional, unfortunately, on, on the Atlanta series. So let yeah, me go ahead and bring on to more people. See,
0: mm-hmm. see, what I don't understand is why people can't just be like, okay, you're not giving me what, you know, this marriage was out to be what I want. Um, So let's go part our ways. Why go to the forefront and just cheat? Like, what's the point of doing that when you could just separate?
3: People like to have their cake and eat it too. And especially when you're talking about people who have money, sometimes it's cheaper to keep her. You' right. Yeah, because all that
0: money when it comes to divorce with rich people, ooh, child,
3: that's a lot. That's too much.
0: <laughs> so he let me go ahead and bring
3: on um, Jordan Flag. Jordan, you getting ready to come on the stage?
6: Hi, T. How are you?
3: Hi, I'm doing good. How about you?
6: Awesome. Hi, rejoice. How are you? I'm doing good. Um, so I wanted to come on and talk about the whole. Fallon situation and I want to kind of relate it to my experience in the military, the situation between her, Simon, Portia, all of them, it very, very specifically reminds me of when people in the military would get into these contract marriages so that they could get Mm -hmm. extra money, BAH, you know, to have on their check to get additional money. It reminds me of that in the sense of, yeah, there may not be love there. We might be cool, but there's an ulterior motive. We have this end goal, which is for them, showtime airtime a storyline you know maybe to help start a business or something like that but it just Mm -hmm. reminds me of kind of like you know I don't necessarily need to love you but we can do this so we can both benefit and as we've seen they both are doing having their own little things on the side I mean I saw that so much in the military and it just it just definitely is translating you know with this situation as well
3: that's very interesting that you brought that up because I've heard about a lot of those military marriages, like where everybody's living on base, or you know, the mm-hmm. guys go off, and then sometimes like the wives who are left there, they end up hooking with each other's husbands, and wives. And yep. It just ends up exactly. being like a big, just a, a, a sloppy mess.
0: <laughs> I
6: mean, a it's like mess. it's like a step above a swinger, honestly, because it's like we're yeah. not all in the same room, but amongst the posts on base that base is like a big swingers party. And so, you know, and no judgment here, because, you know, do what you got to do, friend. But I guess for me, it's just like kind of piggybacking off what Joy Joy said. Why can't people just be honest and forefront? And like T said, it is cheaper to keep her, but also in the same light, like, who are you really? Yes, cheaper to keep her, but you're compromising your happiness when you could be living freely and doing what you got to do versus now you have to sneak around so you don't look bad in the public eye or you don't want mm, this to exactly. come out. Exactly. So it might be cheaper to keep her, but is it worth it to lose you? So Is that's it the worth the I want stress?
3: To well, while we have you on the phone, being that you're in the military, I would mm-hmm. love for you to speak on some of the stuff that's going on with Afghanistan. Yes. Like, what are um, your feelings towards that? I would love to hear that from you.
6: Um, so my feelings about that is, personally, war is no different than any other thing in the world the prison industrial system is just another way to make money and to keep mm-hmm. money flowing throughout the different countries um, a lot of the things i feel like you know i don't want to go too deep because i want to say the wrong thing but a lot right. of the things i feel like involved with war is not so much about what the war is being fought over but how we can keep the war going um, mm-hmm. so with this going on with the taliban i actually have some friends who are overseas right now in kuwait afghanistan iraq And they're in non-combat zones, you know, so they're not seeing fights or firefights battles every day. But Mm -hmm. I also just feel like everything's going on with the Taliban taking over, rising up. This was bound to happen, you know. The U.S., a lot of people don't know, but the U.S. has been pulling soldiers over the course of, you know, six, five years, pulling soldiers out of these war zones. So Mm -hmm. as you pull soldiers, that gives the Taliban more of a reason to, you know, start doing their things all over again. So I guess, you know, I don't know. So
3: let me me ask you this real quick, and then if you can't say anything, then don't. But what kind of had me kind of just shook and confused is we spent all this money, people Mm -hmm. lost lives, everything that they did to train these Afghan people, like the the Afghan police or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they literally threw down their weapons and just threw their hands up and the president (laughs) flew off. So where did our money go? Like what all our resources and money and training and it just was all a waste. Twenty years of a waste.
6: Yeah, I I do a hundred percent agree. No, you're you're actually not tripping. You're a hundred percent accurate. Um, and I wish actually more people in the service saw it that way as well. Um, it was a complete waste, and it's almost like when you put it. I mean, relating it back to the situation we were talking to before, it's like putting your relationship putting your time into a relationship that doesn't work. It's like, what was the point of this? Now I've wasted Mm -hmm. all this time, this energy, these resources and what gain did I get from it? Um, So I do totally agree. I feel like you know, they're just trying to keep the work going to keep money coming in any way, shape or form at no you know, and if a a life is lost then that's just another one, you know, another one bites the dust. You know, I've had friends who have died overseas and it's just kind of like, all right, well he was there, no he's not and it's like, you know, these are people's lives you know, it's like do we really need to be having wars going on to handle our business? You know?
4: Mm-hmm. Um, we don't
0: but, because it's it's not going anywhere. We're all. just wasting lives and money and time. And it's just like, what's the point of getting in these wars if we're not going to change anything?
6: And yeah. another another thing that um you said in one of your recent podcasts was, you know, history is bound to repeat itself. So it's like you would think after a certain point in time, we have fought war after war. We've seen other countries fight war after war. At what point are we going to learn that you fight the war, somebody wins, it stops, something else happens, another war. So instead of trying to fight wars, let's just handle the problems, put them out on the table. And I'm not saying everyone's mature and they're adult enough to sit here and say, well, this is my problem. This is your problem. How do we come to a resolution? But ultimately, like we, sh- that's what politics are in place for, is to be able to delegate and Work through our problems to find a solution that works for you know everybody. So, exactly. That's my little two
3: th- sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for calling in, Jordan. I really appreciate you.
6: Thank you, and I just also want to say before I go to that I love you so much, and you like my auntie, and I love you. So yeah, thank uh, love you. love you too.
3: Thank you for your thank you for as well, joining.
6: Son. Thank you so much for the support. Bye, y'all.
3: Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, he made some awesome, awesome points. So he I'm really going to go did. ahead, being that we're talking about Afghanistan, um, let's see here. Let me, Lady J um, is in here as well. Oh, she I'm going to bring came? her on the stage. Yeah. She just popped in. Let's see here. Lady J? You got to unmute your mic.
7: Okay. There we are. Hello? There you go. Hey,
3: Lady J. Hey. Hey. Hey, friends. Hey, Rejoice. Hey, T. How you guys doing? Hi, room. Yeah, the room, the chat is popping.
1: So I know you
3: heard the other gentleman talking about Afghanistan and just the stuff that is going on. When when you had hit me about the video at the airport, because I haven't slept the whole day, so I finally got a chance to watch it and to see people so desperate to leave the country that they're hanging on to planes. Now, you were saying, what does this remind me of? Now, I saw a lot of people saying Saigon. Uh-huh. That was before our time. So I, uh-huh. that was, my mind didn't go to Saigon. But uh-huh. our time, if y'all understand predictive programming, look at the movie World War Z. Who remembers that scene when the Iraqis in World War Z were fleeing at the airport? That is the scene that that reminded me of.
7: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that was in
3: a movie from just a few years ago.
7: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I I can see why. And, you know, I know in many of your posts, you've talked to your listeners about predictive programming. And a lot of the stuff comes from history because we have a tendency to not only repeat it, but unfortunately it's not taught. And I remember learning about Vietnam in high school. I'm um, in the, the Gulf of Tonka resolution and the fall of Saigon and things like that. So I get it. Like me being a woman of a certain age, like I see this and I'm like, ooh, remember, T, when you and I were talking about two weeks ago and they were talking about this drawdown and I specifically said to you, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Yeah. This doesn't Mm -hmm. seem right to me. And a part of me was like, man, they have to have some type of contingency plan. Now, what the other brother was just talking about, uh, you know, it's all about the money. There's a term for that. And our former president, Dwight Eisenhower, called it the military industrial complex. And he warned against it after the Second World War because he saw the concept of war for profit. It is the reason why the United States is a world superpower today, because we lend so much money and time and energy towards the Second World War that Europe was indebted to us. Okay. Mm. And that's in the media, the rise of the BBC with the radio, and then, of course, ABC, CBS, NBC, and then the media that came from it is why we've been able to indoctrinate the rest of the world through our media. That's another thing that is this presupposed American dominance. That's the real tea, though. We really don't have the dominance that, you know, our arrogance would lead us to believe.
5: Yes. And I
7: unfortunately, you know, at the end of the day, we do have twenty years of war. The Afghans gave up. We were trying to fight a fight for them in many ways that they didn't want to fight for themselves. Right? So you can't 20, want it more yeah. than the person right. that you're
3: fighting for. That I right. mean, that's common sense. Makes no I can't. Sense. Yeah, I can't want you to be sober when you don't feel like stopping smoking crack. Like I can't want it more for you than right. you want for okay. yourself. <laughs>
7: Right. You like it's like the whole leader, man, to the water, he'll fish or feed itself for life or something to that effect. I know you guys know what I think yeah. about, but yeah. I think that there are like four other paradigms here that I think that most are not realizing. I think the previous administration in the agreements with um, with the secretary of state, Mike Pompeo going to the Middle East. I remember when he went to Doha, I said, look at this little sneaky son of a bitch and then number 2 i think there is some sabotage at play here against this administration i think 3 the chinese and the russians are at play and 4 the coming wars why are you pulling all of these people out like this this way without a can real contingency plan something's not right and that's yeah. just really what it is something's off it's something really is crazy. definitely
3: off and it's like between this between all of the new even COVID restrictions, you know, the new vaccine passports that they're trying to roll out here in America, it's like, it's just so much. It's like every day it's something on top of something on top of something. But those images yesterday really made America look bad. You know, when you seen people falling from those planes, you know, that were holding on for dear life, it's like, this is just insane. The country has literally been left in chaos. The president flew out the country they were all in the president's tower, whatever his, his palace. Mm-hmm. Um, they were yeah. at the U.S. Embassy. You see the Taliban people on the television. And then the one, um, I don't know if you guys saw that one CNN news anchor, she had on the burqa. And mm-hmm. so she was reporting, mm-hmm. she's like, they're saying death to America, but they seem like they're kind of nice though. So I'm kind of confused. And I'm like, what? Wait, like, what? <laughs> that's such an oxymoron. They're, they were literally chanting in Arabic death to America. But she was saying that they also seem friendly and nice. This
7: is a different Taliban. Weird. This mm-hmm. is not the Taliban of my, I'm a 40 year old woman. You know, I am not ashamed to say my age. This is not the Taliban that I came out of high school with. Okay. This is a new lazy ass Taliban the old school leaders are dead the few remnants who are left are weakened and lazy now what i will tell you this new taliban is motivated by is money and you know who's pulling the strings the Chinese. china because china. you know what's right in china china you know why <laughs> because um what what's right next door And this is the real key key. You know, remember, does anybody remember the city that um, Osama bin Laden was killed in? You know, just a little pop quiz. It was a city called Abbottabad. If you look it up on the map, it's only 300 miles from Kabul, Afghanistan. There's no secret they've been sitting on the border waiting for this to happen. But the Chinese are right on the other side with the Pakistanis. This is orchestrated by the Chinese, and mm. we sitting here fighting each other, talking about, you know, oh what? But these people are making major power plays. Yeah. And why that's and,
3: and we're not yeah. allowed to call it the China virus. And meanwhile, they don't talk. That, they don't roll out the red carpet for the Taliban. We're literally Russia alongside them. Facts. So. it's going to be very, very interesting.
7: Pay attention y'all, get out your maps and start reading. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Start reading. I mean, this is an inflection point. You can see the mainstream media being somewhat vis-a-vis pissed at the administration for not doing what they thought that they should do yet. And still the American people are like, okay, so this is a point where the mainstream media is completely out of stuff with the American people. And now they trying to walk the shit back. Have y'all been paying attention to that too? It's softening their blow against the administration, especially after Biden came out and said that shit yesterday. I was like, look
5: <laughs> at this.
7: Pay attention to how they trying to sell this, y'all. Just don't, don't fall for the BS and just prep. That's all we could do, y'all. Just prepare and just read. It's yeah, real, definitely. Real. Definitely.
3: Well, thank you so much for crying in, Lady J. I really
7: appreciate it. Awesome. OK, I'm, I'm going go to go to all people. the good drama, though, with y'all. <laughs> that <tea> was good.
3: <laughs> That's what I say. We got to mix it up with the funny and the serious stuff. Yeah, because it's so much going on. I just don't want to talk about serious stuff all the way through and be all sad and, you know, what I'm saying nervous. So I want to mix it up with a few, you know, different topics. So let me go ahead and bring on um, Monique Upchurch. Monique, you're coming on the stage. Hello? Monique? Yes. Can you hear
0: me?
4: Yeah, we can hear you. Hi, we
2: can hear you. How
3: are you? I'm good. Hi, T. Hi, Green
0: Room. Hi, everyone.
3: So what
0: did you want to add to the conversation? I actually was hoping to touch on the Lizzo situation.
4: Oh,
3: let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it,
0: honey. I am, you know, my sympathies and my compassion for Lizzo is really running thin. And I'm just curious Mm. to know if anybody Mm. sees where I'm coming from with Lizzo. Okay. Okay. Get it off the chat at this point i feel like she needs to be quiet you know i'm really tired of her crying and her sobbing videos um i'm glad you know that um instagram is taking some action about bullying you know that's that's all fine and well should have been happening but whatever um you know it's just like lizzo you know you know what you're doing at this point, and it comes across from the outside looking in as very much attention seeking. You are very much aware that this society does not favor or is not acceptable of overweight people. You know, she's got plenty of strikes against her. You're a woman, you're black, and you're overweight, and you know how this world perceives you. You know, and my whole thing with Lizzo is that, in my opinion, your whole shtick. A lot of your stick was about your size. It wasn't just about your music and your talent. You put mm-hmm. yourself on the scene with the hopes of grabbing attention for the fact that you were big. It was like when, we, when Lizzo first uh, came out um, to the public, it it was like, hey, look at this big girl. She's got high energy. She's running and dancing across the stage. She's playing the flute and she's in a leotard. Like, you know, that's going to grab attention because it's like it's it's diff- it's, it's like not common, you know, and I hate to mm-hmm. phrase it this way, but I'm going to because I know it's the truth. When we see bigger people doing things that are particularly like a thinner or skinnier person would, would do, it garners attention, you know, and she had no right. problem taking that attention when it was making her a household name. And Mm -hmm. now she's wanting to change up her image and change how people perceive her. And I just don't think is, I don't think she can, she's going to make that happen for herself. If you guys remember many years back when Monique was on um, the BET awards and she was hosting and she did Beyonce's. um, Oh, uh, oh, 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 uh, oh, oh, oh. You remember that, right? (laughs) And it was so cool. Like, you know, and everybody, you know, was cool. To see it and everybody in the audience was like, oh, shit, like, look at her, you know, because it it was almost boarding on the line of comedic. It was supposed to be comedic, you know, and Monique is a comic, but it was comedic, not just because she's a comic, but because society laughs at big people doing things that small people do. Okay, Beyonce being a small girl. It's more acceptable for her to be in a little dress and gyrating on the stage, but a big person is less acceptable. And when a big person does it, it comes across as funny.
3: So, so, you, so do you think, like in her career, she spent a lot of time, oh, what the internet would say, quote unquote, cooning being playing the mammy role, you know, trying to be... This is what people have written on the internet, not necessarily what I'm saying about it, but mm-hmm. a lot of people said that she was so comfortable playing the mammy role, you know, cooning, mm. you know, doing all these little uh, gimmicks for white people, you know, trying to be yes. the funny, fat, black person.
4: And mm-hmm. now that
3: that gimmick has worn thin, and now right. she's realizing that they're not laughing with you, they're laughing at you, she's feeling bothered. Because if you exactly. guys remember... A long time ago, well, not even a long time ago. I said a few weeks ago. I always tell folks, especially young people, always understand. However, you introduce yourself to the world, especially on social yes. media, is the is where they will pigeonhole you. So if you come in, um, and perfect example. Remember Joanne the scammer, the guy Brandon that played Joanne. Yep. Yeah, you know, I'm a thief and a liar, and all that. He ended up going really. He went through it because he was so pigeonholed in that character that it, it led to his depression. That's why he no longer mm-hmm. does it. Because after a while, nobody cared about Brandon. Everybody yep. was about Joanne, Joanne, Joanne. And you can only take that character so far. So he ended up having a mental breakdown and he left social media. I don't mm-hmm. know if he's back now, but he left for years. That's I always tell people, you have to understand how you're introducing yourself to the world because you can't, come on the scene playing the mammy role and the and the clown and all that. And then now you want to be woke a year later. People, they don't want to see you in that role. They want Ex- to see you being an a excellent, funny black person. Excellent yeah. example,
0: T. That's a really good example. Um, and I think, you know, she likes to present, for the most part, she tries to push this narrative at this point of, okay, I'm big and I don't care that I'm big. I'm still going to be me. I'm still going to dance. I'm still going to wear what I want to wear. My my clothes that are not typically worn for a bigger girl. I'm still going to get on stage and have high energy and sing the songs that I want to sing. And, and I love myself and I love my body and I don't care that I'm fat. I enjoy you know, how I look. And to me, a part of that is a little bit damaging in my opinion because we should not be promoting poor health. Um, not to say that her you know, complete health is is poor, but obesity does take a toll on your health. Let's not pretend that it doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think it is also important to promote an image of loving the body that you're currently in. Maybe that's not the body that she wants to be in forever. She wants to make better choices, whatever. But for the most part, like I said, she likes to promote this this image that she's very happy with the with the way that she looks. And so for me, it's like you got to pick one. You know, are you going to be happy with how you look and you're going to be this fierce girl, whatever size you are, or are you not comfortable and you're going to crumble every time somebody says something, you know, and then it's like, and you constantly put yourself out, you know, you know, this society does not have a positive opinion and positive views on obesity and oversized people. You know, social media is full of mean, gutless trolls and you choose to put yourself out there anyways, and you claim you're happy with how you look. And then you cry online when the inevitable happens. They're going to make fun of you. You know that. And you do it anyways. And it almost seems like you put yourself out there just so that you can come back on social media and cry about it. Only because it's happening so much at this point. And she acts surprised every time. Like, why do people say this about me? Why this? Why that? Girl, you know why. Stop. You know, you know why, Lizzo. And it's just... it doesn't take away from your from her talent, from who she is as a person, from anything like that. It doesn't. But you you know what it is. And you go on social media and you cry like you can't understand. You do understand. And then she even I don't know if you guys watch her whole live, but I watched her the entire live online and she said in it. She said, oh, you know, it's just like I work so hard and I just I just do my best and this, this and that and the world just still has mean things to say about me. Like, girl, duh. Don't we learn that in grade school that people are always going to have something to say about us? I don't understand why this is like some kind of epiphany for her. Like you said, T, I really think that the novelty of her stick has just worn off and she wants to be seen more. She wants to be taken more seriously or seen differently. And she's having a hard time making that adjustment. But I don't think that the sympathy that she's trying to garner, I don't think it will sustain her. Mm. Okay.
3: well, you made a lot of good points. You made a lot of good points. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah, we hear the baby in the background too. <laughs> yes, I got she, a baby. The baby's <laughs> hungry.
0: Like,
3: the, the baby's like, yeah, eat. yeah, yeah. Hurry up.
0: <laughs> yes, I got a 10-week-old a ten-week-old oh, baby oh, tea oh, sipper with me, y'all. She loved listening with us.
3: <laughs> I knew that was a new oh, baby. Too. I said, okay, hold on. She got to go feed that baby. She's ready to eat. <laughs> yes, thank you, guys. <laughs> All right, you have a good night. Thank you so much for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> I can tell that was a newborn. Aw. <laughs> I'm gonna like, listen to the baby too. Oh my gosh! Stuff. I love little babies, right? You could just smell the little baby through the phone, mm-hmm. honey. <laughs> Those
8: from a distance, like baby powder. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, let me go ahead and bring on um, Ariel Waters. Ariel, you're coming to the stage.
5: Ariel, hi! Can you guys hi. hear me? Yeah, we can Hi. how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. <laughs> I just wanna oh, say don't but, Okay, I just <laughs> I've been watching you guys since um well U T since I was in seventh grade. I'm now twenty three. Um I just oh. wanna go back to the Simon and Portia Ciceration with Fallon. Uh-huh. I never watched the housewife i always had friends and you know they tell me about it and i would just listen but after you know the fa- Fallon and science uh simon situation to be honest <laughs> it sound like a foursome gone wrong to be honest like a three-way mm-hmm. gone wrong i feel like um i don't know the new guy that Fallon is pregnant by but it sound like that Jaylen. they had a oh, Jalen. okay Mm-hmm. it seemed like they had like a threesome and then Portia they also had a threesome with Portia it's just Fallon was stupid enough to get pregnant by Jalen so probably why Simon had divorced her this is like my opinion about it that's why Fallon's not you know dragging Portia or Simon mm-hmm. because you know they probably mm-hmm. got dirt on them on her say like, well we were in a threesome relationship and I don't know if you guys seen this already, but in the shade room, there was um the shade room had posted that Portia liked it Jalen and Falcon pregnancy announcement. So that's why I kind of thought what I thought. So I just think it's the four way gone wrong, in my personal opinion. Ariel, people are asking, are you Portia? Because you're not <laughs> like. <Porsche. laughs> I don't mean, I you. don't know. It just that just sound like I mean, I had nothing against Portia. I mean, it just entertainment for me. I just thought like, hey, well, maybe something went wrong. So, well, everybody's <laughs> saying
3: that you like you literally sound like Portia Williams, like your voice. Oh, really? No, they, they, yeah, they're
5: like,
3: is this Portia calling in? Even your laugh. I'm like, oh wow! I'm like, oh, no, I just say Portia guy. Reason, chat. Everybody's thinking this is low key Portia calling in
5: i'm crying i didn't oh. even think we had the same voice That's i'm okay, <laughs> here spilling your tea <laughs> but that's all i gotta say i just thank you for having me uh T. tt uh oh. I call you Auntie T because you're like an auntie. No, no, you <laughs>
3: definitely can. Thank you so much, Ari. I appreciate you calling in. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Bye. Portia. Bye. <laughs> Bye. She's so sweet. She sounded just like Portia. And did, her... I'm glad she's a good sport. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought it was me. I was like, damn, this sound like Portia. And then I looked in the chat, and I was like, why Portia calling in trying to tell her story? <laughs> 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 Y'all know they check me messy honey. They're like the the <laughs> they talking about Porsche. Oh, and <laughs> you sound just terrible. like Porsche with her sweet self. <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and bring on some more people here. Um, let me bring on oh Chide. Hope I said this right. Chide. You're on the stage. Hello? Oh.
6: Okay.
3: Hello? Hi. Hi. Oh my
6: gosh. I'm so sorry. I'm just getting out of work. So,
3: yeah. Oh, no, you're good. How do you pronounce your name? Cheaty. Cheaty. Okay, cheaty. Beautiful. Okay. Oh, um, I
0: was just, um, but, um, I was just going to talk about, um, What's her um? What's her name? Lizzo. I um. I feel like Lizzo. People I, I see it as attention seeking, but for me, I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like it's attention seeking. I feel as if, like you know, in society, I understand, like you know, or we have to be healthy and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of messed up of how like you know people treating her in a way because like you know a lot of people
3: bash a lot of plus size people from
0: models to anybody that's plus
3: size and stuff your phone's kind of going in and out like you get um, like in a steady place because you're like walking sounds like a bunch okay. of air okay i'm so sorry i'm so sorry that's okay i'm gonna get my car Yeah, we can hear you. Okay.
0: Hey, everyone. Um, I basically want to put my two cents on the Lizzo situation. I feel like the whole situation is kind of messed up and sad. And I understand how some people might feel like, yeah, she's attention-seeking. But, like, let's be real. Majority of half the celebrities are attention-seeking. And they do stuff for Cloud just to get attention. And I feel like, I don't feel like Lizzo's the first person um, to be doing this. but I mean, she's really shown how, like, you know, being plus size it comes with a lot of attention and stuff. And I don't know how to say this, but, like, like you know, people show a lot of hate towards more plus-sized people. I mean, they show a lot of hate towards anybody, but they... Don't They're not really accepting of plus-size people. And it's kind of weird how people are showing her all this hatred. Because, like, what she's doing is nothing less than what a Meg Thee Stallion will be doing, a Chloe Bailey will be doing, and all that other stuff. So I feel like people should, like, kind of calm down with the hatred towards her. Because, I mean, like, she's not the only person doing this. A bunch of celebrities are doing this and doing all that. So I feel like it's kind of sad. But, I mean, it is what it is. It comes to the territory. Being a celebrity, you have to be
3: prepared for whatever
0: in your way and stuff. So, yeah.
3: Well, I mean, I know, like, Demi Lovato, she comes out crying at least once a week about something, you know. And I don't disagree with Lizzo being upset. You know, if your feelings are hurt, your feelings are hurt. That's just part of being human. I mm-hmm. think, for me, I hate the fact that now the platforms want to do something about it the bullying and the trolling and the disrespect. Yeah. I think something should have been done when you had kids out here literally killing themselves for being bullied and, and tormented on social media. It shouldn't take for Lizzo to start crying for now these major platforms to step up and say, okay, we're gonna start censoring these particular words. So that's really my only issue with the situation. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've
0: been seeing people all over social media constantly getting fat shamed, skinny shamed, like, all the shame
3: Yeah, because I mean, what's time. her name, Coyla Ray, she's very thin, they clown her all the time. Yeah. So it's on both Shoot. ends of the spectrum. Literally
0: yesterday, um, I, I saw, I think it was the Shade Room or something, posted about how Amarla Negra was being shamed because she lost so much weight because of her health. Like, everyone's being shamed, not just Lizzo. Why are they just now doing this? I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like they're doing this because they feel like, I don't know, She, they're trying to use her as the, I don't know, an example as like, you know, let's show her empathy now. They're trying to put her on the forefront. She's a representation for all plus-size people. I'm not saying she is, but like, they're trying to use her as a representation for all plus-size people. And Ooh. now they're finally seeing that like, oh, maybe this is too going too far, like, maybe we should have been doing this long time ago. So well, now, Valencia,
3: her. Valencia in the chat is making a good point. She says to her, it's really just more censorship using the celebrity guys. Do y'all think that that is it, really? Like, at the end of the day, it's a form of censorship? Because you know, internet or not, people are going to say what they want to say on the street. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, you know, like, you're not the fat police. Like, even if they're not typing it, that doesn't mean that they're going to now think that you're thin or that you're pretty or that, you know, they now like you because they can't type it. So is it just, you know, low-key just censorship? Yeah, I think I mean,
0: I couldn't find, um, I I was trying to find more articles about it because I only saw, like, the headline talking about how they're only censoring it for, like, if you're talking about Lizzo and not censoring it as, like, for everyone, just for Lizzo. So I don't know if they're making it where you know you just can't say bad things about Lizzo, or you just can't say certain bad things for everyone.
7: Mm. Yeah, we but like we in a different they- time, we in a different time. Like I, yeah. I, I was sitting back talking to my daughter; she's eleven, and I'm like, God, I couldn't even imagine growing up in this time where everything is so hyper scrutinized, and you guys are in the most sensitive periods of your life, and you got people judging you and then you're looking at things that make you think that you're not this or not that when everybody is incomplete everybody's got some type of imperfection and it's it's unfortunate um i think people are very hypersensitive um i remember the days we used to sit around and talk about each other and mamas you know the your mama joke right the the dozen um I, I do that with my daughter to toughen her up, because now you sit back and talk about somebody. It's like, oh, my God, it's not appropriate. We ain't hurting someone's feelings
5: oh my oh, our God. God.
7: Like, you, right, so you put so yourself annoying. out there like, shut up. But I get now, it. I get it. I get it. Now,
3: somebody, now, Jazz Rich in the chat is saying, nah, it's only for Lizzo. They don't care about us regular fatties so the regular fat people right. are going to continue to get shamed the regular <laughs> fat. So, but lizzo, anything going toward lizzo will be will be entered through a filter but if you're just a regular you know just overweight young child you know just trying to live um they can call you fat and, and you know make fun of you freely on right. instagram and twitter so only lizzo gets the filter
0: <laughs> yeah right, right. Oh, make also up. lovely tea um mm-hmm. also to talk about the taliban thing i already mm-hmm. know much about like you know war and stuff but from what i read i was seeing on instagram was that people were blaming like a lot of people have been blaming like biden or trump or mm-hmm. george bush but they also were blaming ronald reagan and they said oh, there was like man. some ordealing he did back I don't know. It, it was like a picture of him and a bunch of like, I forgot the name of what they were called. They were like the freedom fighters in Afghanistan, but um, a lot of people were saying that it all started with Ronald Reagan and some type of I don't know what he did. He did something where he, uh, or deal with them, where it was with he the Soviet Union.
7: Beyond that, yeah. That's, you, you're not talking about the Iran-Contra scandal, which is very much related to what happened in Afghanistan. The thing that people don't realize is that there have been many nations that have tried to take over Afghanistan for the last thousand years, and they have all failed. Every last country that has invaded Afghanistan in the last 982 years have all left with their tail between their legs. Including the Russians. The Russians. And again, mm-hmm. that's, why the, that's why the Chinese are so instrumental right now, is because of the connection with the border region, the Xinjiang region. Is oh, Just look at the map and look at all the sand. You know, mm-hmm. it's, that, it's that simple, you know. But yeah, it goes back further than that. Qi Day. Day. Cheaty, cheaty, cheaty. cheaty. <laughs> right, I, I, said, I was gonna call you Ghost of Christmas Past with all them keys, girl. Right? I'm like, what is it? They, they, the they, they put a key emojis.
3: They put key emoji in the chat. I'm so sorry, they posted a meme saying, "I got the keys." <laughs> I'm
1: seizing, girl. I'm seizing. The chat is
5: a bad.
3: The chat says she a janitor.
5: <laughs> 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 I can't stand the chat.
3: <laughs> thank you so much for calling in sis i really oh, appreciate your comments that oh, what had to <laughs> say. thank you so
0: much lovely t thank you lady j and rejoice i love y'all bye, bye you tonight. too have a
3: good word she said she gotta get up out of work because let me find the right key to put in this car
2: <laughs> yeah, we, it, girl. we
0: just having fun them keys though
3: <laughs> she said she's ready to go them they're amazing that chat had me dying <laughs> they they work, are she got custodian keys <laughs> <laughs> y'all are a mess let me go ahead and bring out a few more people here um arian williams arian you're coming to the stage Hello, Arian? Oh, I don't know if she's ready. Hello? Arian? You muted yourself. Hello? Okay, she must not be ready to talk. Let me go ahead and bring out somebody else here. Um, Wahine? Hopefully I said that right. Wahine, you're coming to the stage? Hello? Hi. Oh, my God. Okay, hi. <laughs> <laughs> did I say
5: your name right? Oh, uh, It's Wahini, but it shows my name. Wahini.
3: <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's pretty. Okay. How are you? you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You guys are making me happy right now. The chat is cracking. I'm loving talking to y'all. So what topic did you want to hit on tonight with us? Okay. I just want
0: to say a few different things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, the first thing about Phelan and Portia and them, um, I'm going to call them and them because we don't know who. I
3: think it's your phone is your phone is going out. We're hearing every other word. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me now? OK, yeah, that's better. OK, so I think with the Phelan and Portia situation, it's almost
0: like they're doing like a Nick Cannon thing but with rings involved so they don't look like less than. Because if they were Mm -hmm. men and they were doing all of this, they wouldn't have had all these side eyes like we've been giving them. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that's one thing. Um, The other thing is, I think the reason why they're kind of like banning certain comments for um, Lizzo, I think it's more on the fact that she's crying so much and they're worried like she might harm herself and they would be responsible for not trying to prevent anything. And, you know, society's quick to be like, Oh, Instagram could have said something and they didn't do anything. And I also feel you like... you really think we, that she would
3: harm herself behind this?
0: I don't know. We, do, mm-hmm. like, do we really know what's going on with someone? What like, cause remember her dad mm-hmm. passed. If I remember now, like, I don't think she has her parents. She only has like friends really who's there for her. So, okay. so it's like, What can we do to protect her? Because, like, every time she comes Mm. on there, like, it's always something. Like, I think, what was it? Like, one point she was trying to be a little bit more healthier because I think she's vegan now. Yeah, the fact that she was losing weight at one point. Yes, yes. She was losing weight. And on one side, you have all these you know, like skinnier people, oh, you're fat, you're this, you're that. And then on the other side, when she was trying to get healthy, now her bigger fans who would, you know, who support her were like actually berating her too for trying to be more healthy. So it's almost like she doesn't win no matter what she does. Um. Mm. So that was one thing I was looking at and I was just like, man, she really don't have a chance. But yeah, like that's that's where I think about it. And I also think the other reason why they're doing all of this is like, I don't know. I might just be pulling this out of thin air, but with this whole Britney Spears thing going on, everyone realizes a lot of this stuff that happened with Britney is because of things that we said with the paparazzi, like no one really protected her. So maybe they're doing this in light of what's going on with Britney Spears to see if they can protect her from having a meltdown like Britney did back then. Mm, Okay. That makes sense.
4: Yes. Yes.
0: And then with the Taliban and everything, I don't have any comment about that. Um, I think United States as a country, um, my parents are from another country. Um, mm-hmm. United States for a long time always likes to go into other countries where they need natural resources and material and they just make it seem like they're trying to help. And I like, sometimes they do, but a lot of times it just shows that really, no, they're not. And I think for a lot, like for a long time, we don't really like. I had a social studies teacher tell us this that like the reason why they really keep them out there, they're saying they're helping, is really if you bring them back, what jobs are we gonna give them? Because every time they bring the military back, we shortly go- like soon after we go into recession. So that was all I had to say. I think.
3: Okay, well, thank you so much for calling in. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. I'm so glad. <laughs> I was like you know I was like, I'm like, is she did to When I heard my name, I was like, is that me? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad you got a chance to call in.
0: No, thank you. I really appreciate it.
3: Definitely. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on, let's see here, uh, Jezebel Cruise Knight. Jezebel, you're coming to the stage.
8: Hi. Can you hear me? Hi. We can hear you. How are you? Fine. You? I'm doing good. Good. Um, I just wanted to say if you ever heard of Tom McDonald. Of who McDonald? Tom McDonald. Oh, uh, sorry, my English is not perfect. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. Where are you from again? Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico.
3: Okay, because I remember you cried in a few shows. Okay, okay.
8: Yeah, I also your one of your mods. Ma- uh, sorry, mods on YouTube. Oh, are you? Yeah, Lady Blute. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. Nice to meet you.
8: Same to you. Um, The thing is, um, Tom McDonald made a new song called Brain Watch. I really, really recommend you hear it because it just blows my mind. Everything that you said, he said it even with, um, oh, my God, I'm not sure what's the right uh, word, but it just blows my mind. Blind oh sorry, my English is not doing okay. <laughs> I'm looking looking uh, them up now. Which song would it be? Brain know, Watch.
3: Looking... Okay, it's called Brain Watch.
8: Especially um, I think it was in the two forty something seconds. Uh, sorry, two minutes and forty something when this he says the nine um oh my god, the nine list. Um, It says about media, um, brainwashing people, sorry, COVID, uh, separating people by black and whites and Mm. politics. It just, again, I really, really recommend you watching it and see it because my mom was even shocked when she saw it. Okay, I see people in the chat
3: saying that it's a good song. Um, other people are saying that he's a woke rapper named Tom McDonald. A lot of people are saying that the song is really deep. I'm going to have to check that out. I haven't heard of it. So thank yeah. you so much for that information. I'm definitely going to have to check that out.
8: And also, um, before I forget, uh, mm-hmm. do you remember the last time I spoke that the... um, Oh, my God, the about the baby abortion and everything, they finally admitted they're using the teachers of the uh, unborn babies to do experiments. Wasn't that what Alex Jones
3: was yelling about the other day? He was like, I've been told you that. Because, you know, he'd been saying that for years. And then he finally admitted it. Yeah, yeah, Alex Jones was going off about it like last week because now the mainstream media is finally copping to it and saying that, yeah, they have been using aborted fetuses, you know, for different experimentations and things like that. And Alex Jones, you know, he's been saying that for years. So he was kind of going off that, okay, now that the mainstream media is saying it, now it's all good. But when I was saying it, I was a cuckoo bird.
8: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that last week. But, you know, like I said, I wasn't shocked because I've been hearing about them doing that. And that is why they have a Planned Parenthood in every hood. Yeah. And they try and push that towards minorities and people of color to abort their kids. You know, because especially if they're Black children, they're really trying to tap into that melanin gene. Yeah. Well,
8: that be all. And thank you so much again for listening to me. And good night, everybody, just in case.
3: <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for calling, sis. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. So, sweetie, in all the way from Puerto Rico. She has me come with some deep stuff. I'm definitely gonna have to check out that song because I've never heard of it. Um, let me go ahead and bring on uh Muchilla. Muchilla, you're coming to the stage. Hello. Hey Miss Muchilla. Hi, what's up, how y'all? are you?
0: <laughs> I'm good. I know you needed to get your place together. I wanted to um just say congratulations. Oh, wow. And, Thank um, you. You know we was all holding tight, waiting for you to get back at us, <laughs> and it's all good.
3: But I, I stopped, appreciate y'all.
0: I, I um, I just love like this group. Um, I stopped watching The Housewives years ago because of all the negativity that they show with black women.
3: Mm-hmm. They
0: they don't show us in a good light. They show us when we do have money. We we they basically look like dressed up hood rats fighting and I, that's not how it is i've I've worked on a job for 20 years and i I I have friends that will that i see more than my family where we've gotten close where we travel together um go on vacations di- different things and it's it's not like that we 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 boost each other up um well, how I, how can I say it you never let your you you kept, you fix your girl's crown when it's tilting things mm-hmm. like that and I just don't like that we they they show us not uplifting each other on all of those shows. It, it just makes us look bad. They, I mean, it was all right when I was watching it in the beginning. When I used to see that and mob wise, and they, those girls was fighting too. Then I, I was like, okay, I didn't have a problem with it, but they all seem like they ended on a good note with them getting along towards the end. And it's just like it's it's so much backbiting in them in those shows, right? right. And as, as far as the whole thing with Afghanistan. This shit looks scary to me.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All of those people, the way they was on the plane and stuff, it yeah. did remind me of that in twenty twelve movie when everybody was running
3: to try to get on those um. Oh things. yeah, yep. It did remind me of that too because remember we all watched that together as a group.
0: Yeah, that's what made me think about it because really? I was like, we just saw that movie together <laughs> yeah. and we was going crazy in the chat with that. <laughs> right, we it on Discord. Yes. So I'm, I'm just like ah. Uh, it's. I had to ask my sister because she's a uh, um army wife, and I was like, "Well, she said well, that means we don't got to go back over there anymore." And I was like, "Well, that's good, but what's gonna happen now? All of those people are going to Texas, and Texas, um, the virus is really high there, from what they're saying.
3: Well, you know, there's a new virus that hit Texas today. It hit Texas. Another time. It um, it's a whole nother. I got God. Not the if, about, you're not talking about the monkey pox right because they remember they hearing with that shit this is a whole nother virus only three people in the u.s has it they're like it's another virus it's not corona but I'm it hit somebody in viruses. texas minnesota and it hit somebody in another state as well it's a whole nother virus somebody had posted in the discord i was just like this is ridiculous at this point so now let me ask you because you're in new york what do you mm-hmm. think about the Cuomo situation? So, what what's going on there? And Do you believe? And I'm just asking because I've been hearing, you know, people have been speculating. Was now Cuomo was wrong for what he did, but was there an ulterior motive to remove? I'm going to I'm going to give you my my thing. via Letitia Jane. <laughs> you know, I feel like this was all. Orca- I
0: feel like this whole thing was orchestrated by Trump. I feel like you know they was New York was getting ready to come after him. With with um he 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 did something with uh some kind of funds where he used some kind of funds that he was like a cancer thing. You know how you collect money for that? Mm-hmm. And he, he he used that and the district attorney she was they was getting ready to they were setting up their case to come after him remember they got rid of Giuliani remember last time we talked Mm -hmm. I I was explaining how he can't even use Giuliani as his lawyer anymore and I believe this is all orchestrated from the Republicans um I he's a get back
3: game
0: yeah exactly well act a get back and a distraction or maybe he didn't fall in line with certain stuff that he was doing because him and de Blasio was going back and forth at it through the whole lockdown. Mm-hmm. They, you would see, if you if you paid attention through the lockdown, you would see Cuomo on TV and then right after he go on, he goes on. And basically they's talking about the same thing and then whatever they don't agree upon, they, they going back and forth with that.
3: So... I just I, find it funny how the media was like praising him last year though. Like he was like exactly. the most eligible bachelor in New York and oh he's so handsome and he should be president. It was like and, all this I think that praise. was I think I feel like that was
0: they did this to make sure he don't get in the white house. Because I feel mm. like if he would if he would have started a campaign to run for on um, president Cause based off of how they said he was handling a pandemic, which is some, is some iffy stuff with that. The way he handled the nursing homes, because a lot of people was talking about that too. Like he um, he did certain things with the nursing home where a lot of elderly people died. Yeah, I heard about how that. How that was handled. So he he did some he did some things right, but some things they they he did wrong. He didn't do too, too good. And he didn't handle the public housing thing because a lot of people that live in the projects there, a lot of people in there was getting it because they didn't handle the cleanup deal with cleaning up the, um the, the project buildings and stuff like that as far as sanitizing them and things of that nature, because the homeless people was sleeping in hallways in some of the projects. They was just showing that a couple of weeks on TV. So it, I don't, as far as, I feel like it's, that whole thing was orchestrated by the Republican Party and the girl, they showing pictures with him. If you if you were so scared of him, why are you taking selfies with this dude, cheesing like you and him as a couple?
7: Thank you. Exactly.
0: What, yo, you look like you his boo. He's a
7: single man. He was his boo.
0: Did, you know what? I love your voice. <laughs> you be so well. <laughs> exactly. Said, this is what I'm too. talking about, yo. She, exactly. I feel like I, I you think know, it didn't an
7: go the right Italian. way? Huh? I just felt like he was just an old ass Italian just trying <laughs> to run up on a chick hard like e. And the thing about it is maybe I'm a woman of a particular age. I like a man to be like, you know what I'm saying? Take my finger, running it down your back. Oh, what's I don't see what's the problem with a single man shooting a shot? That's what I'm saying. It's not what you do, how you do it, but you know what with power comes responsibility. Right, with power comes responsibility. And T has said that in other examples, like when she talked about the whole TI situation and that balance of power. And that's where he got in trouble at. But he just saw old dude running up on a chick, you know what I'm saying? And mano, mano, you know what I'm saying? And you know, getting it, getting it, you know. You know, but, you, I mean, I, and then we, I felt I felt intimidated because he told me I look good in a dress, bitch. Bye. Thank you. you. But you know what else with that whole thing is we
0: had a president in office that was talking about grabbing oh pussies yes. and, and, and they basically let him rock out. Let him rock out his whole four years and had a number of people coming at him. And now it's like he being that like they silenced him on twitter and all other social media platforms it's like the only way you hear them if if you go to either fox
7: news or some other channel facts but i think there's something to that thing like t was saying about letitia james you know what i I mean and it has a lot to do with this afghan thing because there's a lot of bodies buried there's a lot of sneaky dirty stuff that's previous administration has done there's a lot of federal judges that stand at guard that are trying to do things that are making life miserable and i agree i think cuomo was going to run for potential president i do think it's very likely that hillary clinton could want to step in and this the, the
0: lady that's in charge now she's talking like she's not even speaking to um
7: to she never spoke to to cuomo they're actually, the, the the honestly, governors and lieutenant governors actually don't have to necessarily have a relationship, to be honest with you. They just have, they don't have to to function. It's great I, if they do. Mm-hmm.
0: I said this before, though, that this whole thing was orchestrated when they first started coming after him. But he even welcomed the, um. he welcomed it because he was like, I got, I want to see this. I want to see this proven out so I can fight it and fight it so you can mm-hmm. so I can prove my point that this is not happening, that this is all a false narrative that they spinning.
7: I, I think some of it's false. I think that he did do some stupid stuff for sure. And I do. Feel I, I, like, like I said, the thing those... with the nursing home, he, yeah. he might have said a little thing, something sideways,
0: but it still was never ever as bad as saying grab him by the pussy.
7: And it all ain't right. as bad as DeSantis killing all them people down in Florida and them nursing homes. And what about Texas and the big freeze and, and the, you know, big free, you know, the big steam? You know, they down there dying from everything. But what about them?
3: Everybody's hands are dirty. And I, I was
0: just watching how the, the Democrats up here is, is slowly turning on him. And with, it was just like, all right, I'm going to step down now. I, I see I can't win
7: this. so Well, I'm look just, at California. Look at the call up for that fine-ass governor. Mm. What's his name? <laughs> Y'all know I'm talking about. That fine-ass <laughs> white boy. What's his name? For? California.
3: How you say it California? Yeah,
7: California.
3: California. California.
7: California. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> Y'all talking about Newman. Gavin, yeah. uh, Gavin Newsom, Gavin
7: Newsom, Newsom, yeah. Newsom. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a fine ass white
3: man right there, right there. Yeah. sorry <laughs> y'all <laughs> alright um, no, thank you Muchilla for calling in I- alright thank you for letting <laughs> me speak <laughs> alright <laughs> we'll talk to you later it's, uh, oh ooh, I said it's almost 9 o'clock it's 9.30 time about it's almost 9 o'clock time <laughs> be flying out here don't even feel like it it really does oh. I'm like, oh, it's almost nine. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's nine thirty. <930. laughs> okay. right. I'm gonna take two more calls, and we're gonna be out, you guys. This has been a really good chat.
4: Let okay. me go ahead
3: and see if we can find some fellas mixed in here. Uh... Tone dog. Okay, Tonya on the stage. Hello? Okay, I don't know what happened. Let me try somebody else here. Um, Christopher Pratt, Christopher Pratt, you're on the stage. Hello? Oh,
9: shit. Hold on. <laughs> you <Y'all love> me. <laughs>
3: I said hello, he's like, oh shit. <laughs>
9: <laughs> uh, uh, originally, I was going to speak on the whole Lizzo situation, but like a bunch of people kind of had my a, a similar opinion, but I'm just going to be quick and short, I guess. Um,
3: that sound is really loud. We can't hear you. It sounds like oh, a washing machine or something.
9: Uh, hold on, i turned it down. You good me now?
3: Okay, that's better.
9: Yeah. Um when it comes to the whole results situation, I think it's quite uh, um for the most part I think people are just being a bit unnecessarily mean. <laughs> people in the chat with the damn washing machine and was like, lay <laughs> They got fans and
3: washing machine emojis.
9: <laughs> but um yeah, I think they're just being a bit unnecessarily mean. I understand that some people Lizzo is a bit uh in your face but um the things that I've seen about her on social media when this recent single that she dropped was just it was just a bit much in my personal opinion Mm -hmm. um now along the lines when people calling her a mammy I don't understand because as far as I'm concerned in the context of a mammy um She's not supposed to be sexualized. She's not supposed to have any type of bodily autonomy. So, Mm -hmm. and Lizzie, is both of those things. She sexualizes herself. She has a form of body autonomy. So, like, I don't understand how she can be considered a mammy. Now, you may say... I think the reason
3: why they consider her a mammy, not, like, what you're saying, the definition is correct. I think people are only saying that because the mammy stereotype is overweight. She's dark skinned and overweight. I think that's the only correlation that even makes sense. Because as far as everything else, you're correct. You're you're absolutely correct.
9: Yeah, because I don't understand that. Like like she's not taking care of white kids. Like I I don't understand that part. Now the overweight and dark skinned part, then yeah. But when it comes to how she carries herself, like what she does, I I don't know. I don't understand why they will call her a mammy. But um, as in regards to the Afghanistan situation, it's definitely crazy. I don't really have much of an opinion on it. I have to look into that a bit more. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, I think it's just a bit messy. And um, for someone who said that she was, I, they they feel like she's looking for attention. I don't really. For me personally, Lizzo literally disappeared off the face of the earth for like a good year and a half. I have not heard her or seen her in the blogs. So I don't see her or hear about her. So like in my personal opinion, she just dropped a single and then everybody just like, you no, know, there was some positive feedback, but like it was just everybody just that egging on her. And I was just like, well, whoa, whoa. Now she was in our faces for like a little while and then just popped back and just dropped a the single. And I understand, but like for a little while now, she's been gone. Like she hasn't, she hasn't really been active. On social media maybe on tiktok or like instagram like posting pictures but like she hasn't really been there you know now mm-hmm. you could have like i see someone in the chat talking about the music i mean that's really how you want to feel about the music like i am i can't fight you about how you feel about her musical taste like that's just like that's just a, a personal uh perception but for the most part, to me, I just don't understand why this is just this, this big controversy when it comes to her. Like for the most part, she kind of just minds her business. So I, I don't really understand why she was getting attacked so much. Like I think that we should just like leave her alone, let her do her thing. She's not really bothering anybody. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's just how I felt. I wasn't expecting to be brought up here uh <laughs> i've been watching you for a long time uh from like uh maybe i don't know i think uh like from like seventh grade i graduated high school this year and i think you can see in my picture oh, wow. up, yeah okay so i've been watching so i've been watching you for a while it was nice to speak to you t
3: definitely and i appreciate you calling in as well
9: yeah so and congratulations
3: uh, on graduating
9: thank you thank you so much
3: <laughs> was there anything else you want to add
9: uh no not really i think you are a great youtuber i respect your craft i think you're very intelligent i don't agree with you on everything that you say but i could appreciate the fact that you keep it 100 percent and that you're unbiased in your opinion so yeah thank that's you. about it all
3: right well i appreciate you christopher you have a good evening and thanks for calling in
9: no problem you too
3: all right. Bye.
9: Bye.
3: All right. New new graduate there. So we're gonna go ahead and take one more call here. Let me go ahead and um bring on, let's see here. We have a lot of people. Sorry we couldn't get to everybody today. Um let me bring on Tay Tay-Tay, Tay, Mu coming to the stage. Hello. Hello, hi. Hey, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing well. Congrats on the new house. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know that has been a process, but real quick, I just want to say with the whole Lizzo situation, I mean, I don't really rock with Lizzo's music like that, but you know, mm-hmm. when she first came out, she was like, you know, she had this image of, you know, Oh, she's, you know, for big women, especially big, dark-skinned Black women. You know, she seems so confident. But then, you know, a year and a half later, after everything with the whole, you know, she coming out with new music with Cardi B, and I'm hearing the single didn't do very well. And then people were saying she was on IG Crown because apparently she got a lot of fat-shaming comments about her weight. And it's just... It's very confusing with Lizzo. It, it's like, you know, one way she wants to be confident and do all this. And then on the next minute, it's like she's on IG crying. And I'm just like, what's the messaging that you want me to have, Lizzo? What What is it? I wish mm-hmm. she would take this energy, go to a therapist and put it in her music. I really wish she would do that.
3: So do you feel like with Lizzo, a lot of it is possible bravado? Like, you know how sometimes people act like they're super unbothered, Um You know, like I love my skin, I love the skin I'm in, but then she breaks down crying. Like I think the only celebrity to me that's been that's been real successful at being quote unquote unbothered because everybody gets bothered, but the person who handles this the best is Beyonce.
0: Because I was going to get to that. People
3: talk so much shit about her, her husband, her child. Even they're, they're even dragging her twins. I've seen some people dragging her twins, and Beyonce. You know, she never speaks on it. She never addresses anything. She just puts it in the music.
4: Beyonce is so unbothered. It's crazy,
3: right? And
0: but that's why I like anyone like that. Yeah, but but that's what Lizzo needs to do. Put it in the music. I mean, mind you, she hasn't put out any music for like a year and a half and I'm like okay if you want to keep yourself relevant like you should be coming out with a lot more singles Lizzo because you know yeah. people kind of still in the house I'm like you trying to keep that revenue see that money coming like keep putting out some music do something besides these antics because this one single I mean yeah I have no problem with it but I'm like that's just one what else besides these antics Hmm. that's just where I'm at with Lizzo like put it in the music and yes that you're right, T, like, the only person that has handled it was Beyonce, and, like, and I think I heard that Beyonce's coming out with music, and I'm like, did you just put out some music to you? But, you know, that's just Beyonce. She's like, you know, I can do what I want, because, you know, y'all gonna buy it anyway. And that's why she nope.
3: <laughs> So now, how do, you feel, um, how do you feel about the fact that they are basically filtering and censoring words that are said to Lizzo, but, like, people were saying in the chat, Everybody else who's fat, they're not filtering those, you know, those mean words for them. They, they're they still going to see them see, you know, nasty words to them on their timeline. But for Lizzo, it's all going to be filtered out.
0: Well, the difference is Lizzo is a celebrity. Everybody mm-hmm. else is regular, like y'all said. Mm-hmm. So it's a different tier. And I feel like IG is doing this, you know, maybe to try to do some new technology or new Use new tactics because I feel like they if they do it with one person like Lizzo, eventually they're gonna do it with other people. You saw what they did with the baby; they took down his whole IG page, and I'm like, why are you on oh, his, down page his IG down? page? And there's a bunch of, you know, yeah, I didn't hear. Yeah, I I thought they took down um not the baby uh what's that other crazy rapper boozy little boozy's actually. oh little boozy okay yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they took his page down they
3: mm-hmm.
4: took
0: his page down but there's still other people calling um people names the n-word and all they still going but the baby i mean not the baby little boozy they shall they the same to me but his get taken down now i feel like it's the same thing with the whole um Lizzo thing I feel like IG and Facebook they pick and choose when they want to do the censorship but they don't do it for everybody us regular folks Mm -hmm. because we don't have that money we don't have that clout so I was like "Mm, yeah nobody
3: cares about the person with three followers crying because somebody's fat shaming them if you have a million followers and you're getting bombarded by means of comments with you know hate and, and just disrespect that can definitely take a toll on somebody exactly
0: Exactly. And my last thing is, you know, with the whole Taliban situation, I'm like, I just feel like the U.S. makes money off of war. I I just feel like it's no different. The fact that we spent almost trillions of dollars over there in Afghanistan. And I'm like, what do we have to show for it? Where that money could be spent um, for our infrastructure, our people. Which is, Mm -hmm. it it just doesn't make any sense to me. But everything's for a reason. It's just that, you know, for the general public, all this isn't going to be revealed until much, much years later. It's like, oh, that's why we went over there.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And especially the fact that, you know, this has been going on for 20 years. Like, I was really thinking about that today. Like, I remember when we first went to Afghanistan, Afghanistan. You know, my son, who's now 20, I mean, he was just like born around that time. And the fact that they've been there through his whole childhood, he's never known when we weren't in Afghanistan until just the other day. That's crazy. That is. And one more thing. I just heard someone mention this off the
0: podcast that um, the reason why the U.S. is also pulling up probably because most of our money, like our debt, is backed by China. And the fact of the matter is, I think China is no longer trying to give us any more loans or whatever because it's like, okay, we we done backed y'all debt like almost to the trillions of dollars. Like, listen, we're not going to give y'all no more money for this stuff. So that's probably another reason why, you know, the U.S. is back. And I was like, oh, we can't, you know, use that money to, you know, play anymore. So that's, you know, another reason why that probably another reason why the U.S. is coming out from China. I mean, now somebody made.
3: A, now somebody just made a very interesting point in the chat. Um, Mika says they're going to use those soldiers to control us when people start fighting the mandated shots. It's happening in Australia right now.
0: Oh man, mm.
3: that's a very interesting angle. You know, bring back all these soldiers to you know enforce these vaccines and vaccine passports. You know, martial law. You no, know, martial law. You never know. Because yeah, it's definitely <laughs> going down in the UK and overseas in the in the EU. Right. So, like you said, T, what happens in
0: you know overseas, like Europe, eventually comes to the United States. Yeah. It'll eventually come over.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Everything. I mean, even the fact that they're getting ready to roll out all of this stuff it is insane. Um, even now in New Orleans, they've been sending all types of information because I'm supposed to be going down there soon, and they've been sending out all types of information that. If you don't have your passport, you know, like your COVID, you know, vaccine card, you can't go on the swamp boat ride. What kind of shit is that? Swamp boat ride. <laughs> oh, so I can't go without a passport and I'm outside? Like, what, like, what are y'all talking about? So that it's like crazy. they're literally trying to, they're literally trying to make it where you cannot be a part of society and just have fun. Swamp boat rides want vaccine cards to see alligators. Oh, it's gosh. Like, I'm not getting a shot for an alligator ride, but yeah, good try. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lord, but that's all I wanted to say, um, T, and, uh, you know, be safe, y'all, and, you know, just, you Thank know. you. Keep your you eyes could. and ears open, child.
3: Definitely. Thank you so much for coming in this evening. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, you guys, this has been an amazing show. I this really appreciate really it. Damn, we had over 750 people in the room. I didn't Ooh, even know that. We like, broke I, another yeah. record. Wow. Mm,
0: we breaking nice, new right. records every time we come on here.
3: Look at y'all are so messy. time me, I know T going to NOLA with Agent Mac. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fooling with the chat this evening. Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> messy. Messy. But I love you guys and thank you guys so much for just coming through and spending the past, you know, hour or so with us. Um, We hit on a wide range of topics. Thank you to everybody who called in. Thank you to everybody in the chat. People in the Discord who are also over there chatting. I really appreciate y'all as well. So on that note, we're out. Thank you, Rejoice, for helping me co-host. Thank you ladies for coming through. You're (laughs) welcome.
7: Oh, awesome, you guys. Have a good one. All right, everybody. Have a good evening. Talk to y'all later.